Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play at Pebble, won't pay the price. I love my Muni, I think it's nice. It'd be good to just make We're back, the Golf Insiders. It's the eve of the U.S. Open. Our second major of the 2017 season. Well, the 2016-17 wraparound <laughs> season like would be technical. It drives me crazy. Will Perry and Holly G in the house. We're going to do a giveaway. We're going to give away another Twitter. big summer golf card right now because it's major. It's a major, so we want to give away major swag. We, we love giving away stuff. So the uh, the first person to answer on Facebook or Twitter and name the last six first-time major winners, the last six first-time major winners, um, and tweet us at the Golf Insiders or send us a message on Facebook at the Golf Insiders, you'll get a big summer golf card. Man, good Will, deal. that was tough. I thought you were going to make it something easy, like spell my last name. I ha! don't think it's that hard. Well, that's, that's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's waste no more time. Here's a guy. He can spell my last name, but that's why I call him Jeff B because I can't spell his last name. Jeff Babineau from Golf Week, live from Aaron Hills. Hello. It's Holly G, and the K is silent, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. By about six vowels in between. (laughs) What's Hey, if if you have listeners that are Golf Week readers, we have that chart of six first-time winners in our last edition. There you go. That's a perfect. That's perfect. There you go. Golfweek.com. You can uh, find it out right now. Um. So we've been talking about the golf course, Jeff, talking about the USGA, getting it right, and, you know, no uh, forced errors this time around. Um, any other buzz going on up there that uh, is we should know about right now, this no, moment? That, that's the buzz. Yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I think players have been really positive about the golf course. I mean, it, it was the great unknown, right? A lot of these guys just have seen this course in the last seven days or so, you know, or, or maybe made one early trip in, but um, nobody knew a whole lot about it. You know, there's a handful of guys that played here in the amateur in 2011. So it was kind of the great unknown, but it's, it's received a lot of positive uh, accolades and uh, you know, the fairways are generous enough. The greens aren't going to be sped up to crazy speeds. So it seems like kind of the USGA, I think is approaching this one a little bit cautiously uh, knowing that it's coming off two semi rough us opens and, and as you say, really wants to get things right. Now, um, interestingly, Aaron Hills is not a Lynx course. They're, they're calling this a Heartland course, which is a, 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 in between a Parkland course and a Lynx course. But it sure looks like a Lynx course, Babs. Yeah, you walk out there, you feel like you're at a British Open, honestly. I mean, it just land. It's 652 acres of land here which, you know, last year we thought we were on a big piece of property at Oakmont, and you could fit three Oakmonts in this space. So wow. it's just this vast, you know, cornfield, basically, with 18 beautiful holes cut in there. And, and uh, yeah, you walk around, you just see the tents. There's no trees, only a couple trees. Uh, we haven't seen those in three years. We haven't seen a tree. So uh, it's interesting in that way. It certainly looks linksy. As you say, it's not really a true lynx for sure, and it's uh, – and, and the rains have softened it up, so it's not running really firm and fast. So it's going to be real challenging for the medium-length guys. I think they came here 
with a lot of hope that it wasn't going to play really long, but uh, every raindrop that falls is just kind of changing that mix for these guys. And these guys are going to have to avoid the bunkers. There are plenty of them, 138. But interestingly, unlike most courses, these bunkers have no flat bottoms, Jeff, so they're going to be kind yeah. of tricky. Yeah, they're definitely hazards here. You, know, you get in there and it's a half shot or a shot easily. Uh, you know, I think the, the hole that could get out of hand here, if there's potential for one, could be nine. Shortest hole in the golf course, 135 yards. If you come up a little short, there's a false front, and your ball rolls down, and you can get these little fingers in these bunkers, and you you can't even play at the green. So if you, that happens, you know, you've hit a semi-decent shot to the middle of the green. Next thing you know, you have a sandwich in your hand, and you could walk off with five, six, seven, who knows. Uh, so that's kind of – that hole definitely has uh, some combustibility factor uh, hanging around it. But uh, the bunkers, as you say, are definitely – uh, you you want to stay out of those this week for sure. So uh, as you get through the front nine, maybe a risk award par four there before you you know head back in. Um, the final stretches could produce some exciting golf come Sunday. A couple of par fives, a couple of par threes, a couple of par fours. From the fans' side of things, that uh, that could yield some some good TV come Sunday. Yeah, I mean we have. I think there are birdie holes here. So a lot of times at an open, you make a couple bogeys and you're like, I'm never going to get those back because there just aren't birdie holes. You know, you're the next hole is a par four. You drive in the fairway and you're 225 yards from the green. But here there are some birdie opportunities. There's four par fives. First time since 92 that we've played a par 72 U.S. Open course. And uh, there's two short fours, you know, that'll put wedge in your hand. You can make birdie opportunities there. Uh, so there are some chances, and, and they'll be really interesting. I mean, the the final hole stretches to like 652 yards. It's an absolute monster. But it could get set up where, you know, guys might be able to kind of get up around that green or maybe to the front edge of that green on Sunday and possibly make a three and make some kind of move. You know, we had that at that at uh, Chambers Bay, and that was fun on Sunday. You know, it made it exciting. Dustin Johnson stood over an eagle putt to win the tournament. So, uh, there's a lot of options here, a lot of tee boxes, a lot of ways they can do it here. It's first-time venue, so they just have to figure it out as they go. Uh, some of the players have um, compared it to Shinnecock in Long Island, uh, which has hosted the U.S. Open four times and will be the host next year. Um, I'm curious, Jeff, what's your feeling? You like the U.S. Open. You know, there's there's a lot of conversation about do you like the traditional tracks? You know, obviously, the USGA's move to show uh, showcase the the national championship on on some different tracks between Chambers Bay and now here Aaron Hills what what are your thoughts yeah you know I, I don't know I I kind of agree with Rory McIlroy he, he nailed it when he said he kind of has a foot in both camps you know I can see both things it's kind of neat when you go to these places and you know this is a public access golf course you and I can come play it that's kind of cool to play a U.S. Open golf course because it's going to be hard for us to get on Wingfoot or Shinnecock, right? So, uh, you know, Torrey Pines is in there. You had Chambers Bay is a public access track. Pebble Beach, if you want to fork out 550 bucks, you can play there. But So the, the only downfall, I think, of coming to these first-time venues is they just lack the history, right? You have to start somewhere. But last year we were going to a venue that was hosting its ninth open. You have the history of Johnny Miller shooting 63 at Oakmont, things like that. And here you're creating history. You know, you're trying to make it, and, and it's a starting point. I, it's probably tough for the fans to learn the golf course in four days. So 
Uh, that to me is kind of the pitfalls of, of the new stuff. But uh, I, I do. It's certainly exciting. The people here are excited for it. They were excited in Washington two years ago, and and that part of it's uh, a real good part of the equation. That's awesome, and I'm certain that uh, the fans all over the Midwest, as as well as Wisconsin, are are pouring out to watch. And um, you know, we love we love the Midwest. There's no doubt about that. You you betcha. So who's your pick on Sunday? I think it's going to be the as more wet this golf course gets. I think it's going to be a bomber. So I'm in the uh, the DJ Rory camp, and I'd probably give DJ the edge. Uh, just because he's a little more informed than Rory. Rory doesn't have so many reps. But uh, I like Spieth a lot coming in here because he has room to hit his driver. You know, he's got a little extra room, but I, it's just it's going to play pretty long for him. But I always like him in an open as well just because of his grit. Well, speaking of that, how about this for maybe a bit of a dark horse, but not so much, Gary Woodland. Oh, I love Gary Woodland. Uh, a lot of length. You know, he's got a good temperament, I think, for this. Uh, yeah, a ton of length. But, uh, you know... And he, or how he about Pat it, Perez? I'm not sure about his temperament, but well, he, <laughs> he might. I don't know if he has the length, but Woodland certainly has the length. Uh, you know, I like the Alex Noren as a kind of a kind of a sleeper. I mean, he's a top ten guy, but no one knows a lot about him. Uh, he's won five times in the last year. Or I so. like that but, one uh, too. Yeah, but he's trending. Uh, I, I like your pick. I like Gary Woodland. He's got plenty of length, and I think he's got a good temperament. You have to have that. You have to have a good attitude here, and uh, he could do it. All right. As always, love spending time with Jeff Babineau from Golf Week. Check out all their coverage this week, golfweek.com. Thanks so much, Babs. You got it. All righty. You're listening to Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game.